Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Fit as a Fighter podcast. My name is Trisha. I'm your host, and I am really excited for this episode for two reasons. First of all, this episode is actually being recorded on new podcast equipment. So if you're hearing some improved sound quality, then that's a sign that I figured it out finally after weeks. And the second thing is that I'm really excited for this message today because I spoke about it in my stories the other day. It really seemed to hit home and resonate with a lot of you. So I'm hoping that going deeper onto this topic will help anybody who's struggling right now. And what I want to talk about is how to come back from injury, illness, any kind of setback like that with your training. And I'm speaking to the person who is athletic. It doesn't mean you're a professional athlete, uh, but maybe you love working out. You know, maybe that's just, it's part of you just feeling your best, whether that's running, whether it's weightlifting, whether it's a combination of different types of training, maybe you're specific into a certain sport, maybe you're a martial artist, right? Whatever it is. But let's say you're the person that like, you know, working out to you is very important. It's something that you don't need to be told to do. It's something that's just incorporated into your lifestyle, right? Now, let's say if you're that person, at some point, at some point, you're going to have an injury, an illness, or some kind of major setback, whether that's something personally, something that just basically, you know, does not allow you to continue your training. Could be pregnancy. (laughs) It could be uh, a death in the family. It could be taking care of an aging parent, right? These are all like really big things that are are going to make it really difficult for you to keep up training the way that you would like to. And the reason I want to speak to this, two reasons. The first is I've, you know, if you followed my journey, I've been through a lot of, you know, between injuries, uh, pregnancy, you know, just setbacks in life. I've been through a lot of phases in my, in my training lifetime, which started at seven years old. I'm now 35 in that span, there have been a lot of times where I was forced to take a break. And as somebody who has always been passionate about fitness and being active, whether that was karate or MMA or jujitsu or running or weightlifting or all of the above, not being able to do that was like taking a limb from me, you know? And I do find that the, a lot of the women that I work with, they are like this. You know, a lot of the women I attract into my world, they are fellow crazy people. <laughs> they are fellow, you know, athletic women who there's no question that they're going to exercise, right? They're, they're always going to exercise. They're always going to be active. But when it comes time to listen to their body and take a break, or when it comes time where if they have some kind of surgery and they, they are forced to take six weeks off, I find that a lot of women, including myself in the past, really go crazy. (laughs) They really start to lose it. And then we'll talk later in the podcast on the other side of it, of of coming back to training. And, you know, there's a lot in in the postpartum world that's like this bounce back culture that like women want to rush back so quickly before they're even healed. Or, you know, I've seen fighters come back from ACL surgeries where the doctor explicitly says nine month recovery and they're going back to training in five and a half months. They don't care. They want to fight, you know? So 
there's a lot of crazies out there. Maybe you're one of them that's listening. And so I just want to talk about, you know, my perspective as far as how I've dealt the good, the bad, the ugly of overcoming these obstacles. And I'll start with referring to the story that kind of prompted this. The other day, uh, I was back into wrestling class and I am helping one of the fighters. She's preparing for a UFC fight in a week and a half. So she is at her like physical peak. Okay. She's like almost on weight. She's been training super hard for months. She's, you know, young, she's athletic, she's very talented. And, you know, I, my attributes are that I'm strong and that I do have a lot of experience, but right now I'm severely out of shape. (laughs) I'm 17 months postpartum. I'm two years, a little over two years since actually training competitively for an MMA fight and two years since a knee surgery. So there's a lot of mental stuff going on there and a lot of physical, like, holy crap, I'm out of shape. Uh, literally was, was like nearly passing out yesterday in training. So I was feeling a little hard on myself. I was, you know, in the woe is me, I'm out of shape and apologizing. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so out of shape. I promise next time I'll be better. I'm so sorry. You know, just kind of like being down on myself a little bit. And my coach, he gave me that reminder and he said, what do you tell your clients? (laughs) And he gave me a dose of my own medicine in saying that we can't compare ourselves, right? If we're coming back from an injury or an illness or any kind of time period away where we got maybe a little out of shape, we felt like we backslid a little bit, we can't compare ourselves as we come back to where we left off at. We can't compare ourselves now to what our peak was. The reason being is that this is only going to discourage you. This is only going to discourage you. It's not going to put you in the positive mindset you need to be able to keep moving forward the correct way. If you are comparing yourself and expecting yourself, let's say you took a year off of weightlifting and you come back and your ego says, well, you know, I should be able to lift the same amount that I did a year ago and you load that barbell up with the same amount of weight, you're probably going to injure yourself or you're not going to do it right, right? So there are consequences to having this mindset right? We have to give ourselves a reality check. We have to know realistically where we are coming back. But we also have to give ourselves a pat on the back, first of all, for coming back because it's not easy. It's not easy when you know you're out of shape, when you know you've been out a while, when you know you're going to be the worst one in the room sucking air. It's not easy. So applaud yourself, first of all, for coming back stepping back onto the gym floor, stepping back onto the mats, whatever it is, back out onto the road, whatever your whatever your athletic activity is, first you need to praise yourself, okay? That's very important. And then we need to compare ourselves each day, each week, each time that you train to where you started back from. Now you can keep, you can keep that bar of where your peak was for sure, right? I, I had that in my mind. I remember how much I deadlifted at my peak. I remember how good a shape I was in wrestling class at my peak before my fight. I remember, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to be hard on myself if I'm not quite there yet. And maybe I won't ever be exactly where I was, but maybe I'll be a little better. Maybe I'll learn how to train smarter because of the adversity or the injuries or the limitations, right? So that's the kind of first thing I wanted to discuss is just that mindset of like, if you're somebody who you are starting to come back. I had a lot of people message me yesterday after I posted that story explaining the situation I just did, who said, I really needed this today. Like, I, I really, really needed this. Thank you for saying that. 
thank you for saying that. I really needed it because I think a lot of people, a lot of women, especially we're, we're our own worst critics. We're very hard on ourselves and we can easily beat ourselves up if we are not progressing as fast as we think we should be doing. Right. So the other flip side I want to talk about is, you know, let's talk about the before. Let's talk about the before the injury, the before the illness, the before the setback. Now, not all times because every scenario is different, right? But I think a lot of times when it comes to injuries and illness, I think that a lot of times it could be prevented. I think a lot of times our ego and our athlete brain gets in the way. And what I mean by this is a lot of times we feel it coming, right? Have you ever like started to feel yourself starting to get run down and you're like, oh my God, I hope I don't get sick. I can't get sick right now. I can't stop training. I'm too busy right now. I have too much work. I can't afford to be sick, right? We've all said that. You You can feel it coming. You can feel you're a little fatigued. You feel the throat scratchy, but you're like, you know what? I don't care. I'm not going to miss a day. I'm David Goggins. No quit. Can't hurt me. Keep pushing forward, right? So you keep pushing forward until your body says, okay, enough. You're sick. You are forcing, you're forcing this to happen and you're going to rest. I think a lot of times we manifest it. I think a lot of times when we don't listen to our body, because we are type A high achievers, we are uh, trying to push as hard as we can. We do have goals and goals and deadlines and things we're trying to achieve. And who's got time to rest, right? Who's got time to rest? So I think a lot of times we just don't listen to ourselves and we put ourselves into that situation. Now, obviously, if you're pregnant, <laughs> if you have some kind of illness, if you that's, you know, not just like catching a cold, um, if you, uh, you know, had some kind of freak accident or car accident, or th- obviously I'm not saying that you manifested that, okay? Maybe pregnancy because that's a positive thing, maybe. But in general, I think a lot of times we can tend to ignore things. And constantly I'm having to tell some of my clients who are these crazy high achievers that it's okay to take a rest day. If you're telling me every workout, oh, this is bothering me. Oh, the next workout, this thing is bothering me. Oh, the next workout, this thing's still bothering me. I had to adjust this. I had to this. If you keep having these nagging, nagging, nagging little things, that's your body telling you, hey, slow down, take a rest. One rest day, one rest week is not going to kill you. It's not going to be a detriment to your progress. And in fact, it's going to help you recover so you can continue to train and push hard. So you know, keep that in mind. If you do start to feel like little tweaks or you're starting to feel yourself get a little sick or whatever it is, you know, listen to that. Listen to that. Now, the next part I want to talk about, I'm kind of jumping all over the timeline, jumping all over the place here. So just stick with me. I'm very excited about my podcast equipment. Did not really organize my thoughts very well, but you guys are along for the, for the ride. Okay. You're my audience. You've been here for like 27 podcasts. You guys know how it is. This is like we're, we're, we're having a chat at the coffee talk coffee shop. Okay. Like just, you know, we're chatting. So anyways, now let's talk about when you do have to take that time off. Cause this is where I think a lot of athletes can lose it. And again, when I say athlete, don't think I'm only just saying professional athletes or amateur athletes. Okay. To me, 
I consider an athlete anybody who pursues athletic movement consistently for more than just like doing it to force themselves because they're trying to lose weight, right? I, I feel like athleticism is like, you know, using your body in certain ways because you enjoy it or because you like being competitive. And yeah, the fitness is part of it, but it's like also something that you enjoy doing. And it's something that pushes and challenges your brain and your body and, you know, competitive spirit and all of that stuff. So, you know, even if you just take CrossFit classes, you're an athlete to me. Even if you just do karate classes or kickboxing, you're an athlete. Okay, so just keep that in mind. When I say athlete, don't think that I'm excluding you if you're not a professional athlete. You're all athletes listening to this. So I digress. When when you are forced to take that time off, okay, pregnancy, um, knee surgeries, uh, illnesses, being sick, the big C word, right, COVID-19, right, whatever it is where you have to take, maybe it's a surgery that you have to have and you have to take that time off four weeks, six weeks, two weeks, nine months, whatever it is, it can really affect your mental health. If you are somebody who has this athlete brain of, I need to push, 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 that you only feel value, you only feel your worth when you're pushing yourself hard physically, or you feel like you can only stay in shape when you're exercising five days a week, or you're going to lose all your skills completely, or you're going to be out of shape, or you're scared you're going to gain all of the weight back, and you're going to, all your progress you've done over the last years is going to be ruined, and you know, now it's like, you know, what's the point, and how are you ever going to come back from this? These are all the thoughts that have entered my mind through the different injuries that I've had. And also, if you're somebody who, you know, let's say you're somebody who does jujitsu and you're training four, five hours a week. And now, what do you do with that time? In some ways, it's, it's obviously a blessing, right? But in some ways, it's a curse because you're like, this was a big chunk of my life, this activity that I do. How am I going to fill this gap? How am I going to have this release? Also, it's that physical release. It's that mental stress release. So it can feel very overwhelming. And believe me, as a, as a professional fighter, when I had my ACL surgery, this was a huge like, <gasps> and same when I found out I was pregnant, it was a huge like, <gasps> it's a long time I have to be out. Now, obviously, you can still do things, right? And shout out to the jujitsu mom, because this is somebody who she's gone through not one, but two pregnancies, full pregnancies, where she was doing jujitsu the entire time. Talk about a badass. She listens to this podcast, so I know she's going to hear it. So shout out to Jiu-Jitsu Mom. But that's pretty amazing, you know, and it just kind of shows that, like, you can always do something. I've seen her even bring her kids to her class, her Jiu-Jitsu class, and maybe they weren't really allowing her to train that day, but she still sat on the side with them and watched the class. That's commitment. That is the true embodiment of something is better than nothing. Right. And so if you have that kind of attitude, first of all, physically, if you have a knee surgery and maybe at first you're like, oh, man, nine months, I'm not going to be able to do this thing that I love to do. You still have a bunch of other body parts. Right. You're going to get swole, jacked arms in that nine months. Right. You're going to work on maybe your core. Maybe you're going to work on your flexibility. Right. Maybe there's a lot of other things and obviously physical therapy and stuff like that. Same with pregnancy. So pregnancy, there's a lot of things. A lot of women are scared to exercise during pregnancy, but there are a lot of women who continue to lift, who continue to train, who continue to do martial arts, who continue to do the things they love while they're pregnant, 
Now, obviously, you want to make sure that you are in a safe environment where you have coaches that are knowledgeable that can, and you need to know how to listen to your body. That's a whole other, the pregnancy thing is a whole other topic. But it is possible. You can stay active and you should stay active, right? As long as you don't have any serious medical concerns or doctors telling you for medical reasons that you can't. Uh, when you're sick, it's a little bit different, okay? When you're sick, you really should rest. <laughs> you really should you really should rest and let your body recover. Now, besides, you know, the something is better than nothing, the other thing I want to talk about is what in your life have you been avoiding or putting off that you always tend to do your exercise first? <laughs> and this won't really make sense if you're not somebody who's like addicted to working out or whatever your athletic thing is. But there's a lot of things that like I know in my life as somebody who would always put training first. This was having my kid, obviously, um, as somebody who was very addicted to their training and constantly overtrained when I was injured, I really, you know, I would take a look at like, what are the things I've been avoiding, right? My taxes, cleaning out my closet, cleaning out the porch, always kind of involves cleaning, um, you know, or what can I learn that I haven't had time to learn is it a book I want to read for leisure? I haven't had time to read leisurely books. Is it an audio book I want to listen to while I'm doing my PT? Is it a course, especially for me as a personal trainer, I would really dive into courses uh, for my continuing education. So what are things you've been putting off that now that you have these extra hours that normally you're, you're driving to the gym and you're training and you're driving home and you know, you're recovering and you're showering and all of these things that take up a lot of time because of our training, now you have this free time given to you where forever, however long this injury lasts or illness, you can dive into those things. And this is how Fit as a Fighter was born <laughs> during some of those times where I was forced to take time off and I really had to dive into studying and improving my business skills and all of that. Um, there's been times where I learned new skills as a trainer during times that I was injured. So, you know, take, take that opportunity instead of being down about it and, you know, use it for something constructive, right? And I think it's just part of my personality that I am somebody that I don't like to dwell. I have my woe is me moment. I have my pity party. Don't get me wrong, okay? There was a lot of tears shed when I blew my ACL three weeks before one of the biggest fights of my career that could have propelled me into the UFC. Now, there's a lot of ifs and what ifs and could haves and should haves and blah, 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 blah. Who knows? Maybe I would have torn my knee in the fight. Maybe the, maybe it's fate, right? It's God's plan or something, you know, like who knows, okay? So I don't like to do that. I don't like to dwell on the what ifs and all oh, this and that, okay? But I do. I'm human. I'm human. So I have my moments. I have my pity party when the injury happens, when, you know, you, the disappointment settles in, you hear the diagnosis, whatever, or you're pregnant, you have all those exciting emotions, but then you have all of those fears of like, how am I going to come back from this? Am I going to be able to, you know? So that's totally normal. First of all, totally normal to feel that way, but I really believe we can't dwell on it. And I feel like this is one of my superpowers just as a person that I, I'm, I'm very good at not, not dwelling on things and being able to take that energy of whatever it was I was trying to do and put it into something else. And again, that's how fit as a fighter was born because I was injured and pregnant and all of my energy went into building this business. So it was a blessing. And now, you know, 17 months later, I am able to get back to the things that I also enjoyed before pregnancy more so. So it, you know, it all comes around, but in the beginning, it's how can I put this energy for good? So if you're somebody, again, 
that is very athletic. And, you know, maybe right now you don't have any kind of setbacks. Maybe right now you're like smooth sailing, you're training hard, life is good. But I guarantee if you've been at it for a little while, you've had moments, you've had seasons of your life. Maybe it's not an injury, an illness, a pregnancy. Maybe you're just freaking busy. And maybe, you know, maybe you saw my, maybe you saw my little spicy Instagram post this morning and maybe you were triggered by it because I said like, everybody has time. There's no excuses not to get a couple hours a week of working out. And, you know, it's a little spicy. It's a little spicy. But at the same time, I do recognize that some people are in extremely busy seasons of life. Okay. If you're somebody that's, you know, you got two or three jobs, you got a job, you got a side gig, you're, you're hustling or, you know, you're you don't have transportation or you're taking care of a sick family member or you have a newborn baby, right? Like there's a, you know, sure. There, there are situations and seasons of life where maybe you just really don't have time to exercise or it's just not on your priority list. It's just not going to happen. That's okay too. That's okay too. This message is for you. Or at some point in your life, maybe you are going to have a season like that. And this is just, you know, to remember that it will pass. You will be able to get to it. You will be able to get back to it and it is possible to come back stronger. And the last thing I'll say is I love to look at people who are, you know, are a little ahead of me. Success leaves clues, right? To see how they came back. Not in a comparison of like, oh my God, that person lost all their pregnancy weight in six months and it took me 10 months to lose all my pregnancy. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm saying as an inspiration, looking at other women, like I mentioned, jujitsu mom, shout out looking at other women who have had, you know, maybe multiple pregnancies that they came back and they were able to keep training and get stronger and compete again or whatever it is, you know, pick the area of life that you are pursuing and find that model for you because they exist. There is somebody who's come back from multiple surgeries or injuries or setbacks in life personally and they were able to come back, whether you're a marathon or triathlete runner or uh, if you're a martial artist, a kickboxer, an MMA fighter, a jiu-jitsu athlete, crossfitter. There are so many examples of people who have overcome it. So follow those examples, you know, find out, listen to their podcast, find out what they did, read their Instagram posts, right? Like learn their stories. And that can just help give you that inspiration that like, man, if they could do it, I can do it. It's a short season of life that this is happening, but I'm going to overcome it. And here's the very last point. I almost forgot this. Okay. Cause this is important. This is something I had a conversation with with one of my clients that she had a surgery recently and she's still not cleared for training. And she she really kind of had this discouragement happening where she was like, you know, I just feel like when I when I don't when I can't work out, she's not able to work out yet. When I can't work out, I have a really hard time being disciplined with my nutrition. And I really I I felt the same way before. And really guys, what this comes down to is it's, it's the all or nothing mindset. And it's that, that being addicted to chasing a goal mindset, which can be a positive sometimes, but it can also be a negative when we don't know how to have that balance. And so she kind of felt like, well, if I'm not able to pursue my fitness right now, if I'm not able to like be on all eight cylinders, like I, I just can't discipline myself to eat healthy. I just can't discipline myself to meet my macros, you know, and she was really struggling with that. And I've been through this too, guys. And I find a lot of women, like if they're in some kind of maintenance phase or there's some, some kind of recovery phase that their discipline is actually a little worse off than when they were in like a serious cut or a serious like competitive time. And that's natural. That's natural. That's normal, first of all. But also we need to have that balance. We're like, you know, if, 
this was the balance that I struggled with for years. If I didn't have a fight years ago, okay, if I didn't have a fight scheduled or a jujitsu competition scheduled, I could, for the life of me, could not be disciplined with my habits, with eating especially. And what would end up happening, of course, is I would cut weight for a fight. Afterwards, the fight would be over. I wouldn't have another goal in front of me for a little bit. And all the discipline would go out the window and I would gain 25 pounds back in a matter of a month. And I'd be starting from square one when I did have that fight opportunity or competition come up again. And I was never making progress. I was constantly just repeating the same pattern over and over. I think it's so common in any kind of competitive world, especially where you're doing weight cuts. I think this is really normal. But I also think it is possible to find the balance where, okay, if I don't have a goal in front of me right now because I'm injured or I'm in a a recovery phase, it doesn't mean that I need to treat my body like trash, right? I can still honor my body. I can still make good choices. A lot of us have this all or nothing that it's like, well, I'm injured. I'm out for a few months. So what's the point? F it. I'm just going to eat pizza. I'm just going to eat whatever I want. I don't care. I'm going to drink more often. Like maybe we're not consciously saying that, but subconsciously that's kind of what happens. Right. And before you know it, you're like, oh my God, why do I feel so crappy? Why am I, why can't I just get my crap together? And we think like, well, you know, if I was able to exercise, if I was able to schedule this goal for myself, then I would be able to do it. And it's like, we have to kind of reverse that and just know that you can, you can be balanced and you can, you know, even through an injury, even through a maintenance period for whatever reason, a busy season of life, you know, you still can control what you can control. If you can't control your physical output right now, if you can't even go for walks, if you can't even get your workouts in, you can still control what you put in your mouth and you can do it for reasons, you know, other than like, oh my God, I'm training for something. It can be just because I want to feel my best. I'm doing it because I want to feel good. I'm thinking of my future self, right? So I hope that this message helped for those of you that are coming back. Maybe it's just a time period where you just, maybe you just fell off, right? Maybe it, maybe for you, you're listening and it like wasn't an injury. It wasn't an illness. It wasn't a pregnancy. It wasn't a, a, some kind of personal thing. Maybe you just weren't motivated for a while and now you're trying to get back to it and it's rough. Right, Or maybe you had any of the other things I talked about. So whatever the case is, I hope this message resonates with you. I hope this message helps. It's from the heart as somebody who has been through a lot of adversity, a lot of adversity. You know, like I said, guys, this too shall pass. This too shall pass. It's a short season of your life. Maybe it's a very difficult season of your life, but it will pass. And in the meantime, what can you do? What can you do? What do you have control of? You always have control of your mind. You have control of what you put in your body. Maybe you can't exercise. Maybe you can't do this. Maybe you can't do that, right? You can learn. You can grow. You can still contribute, right? So keep thinking of what you can do. Remember, this too shall pass. And when you do get back started again after that time off, give yourself grace. Don't compare yourself to where your peak was, where you left off, because that's only going to discourage you and just make you want to throw in the towel, recognize each little step along the way that you continue to improve and get one step one percent better so i'm going to leave you guys with that thank you so much for listening i hope that the audio quality was a little better who knows i've been moving my head around like crazy so i'm sure the microphone's all whack right now but uh (laughs) i'll get better at it i promise so appreciate you guys tuning in and i will talk to you all next week thank you so much and have a great rest of your day